This is episode three of the Nespipreneur podcast, produced by STEM Media. Let's get it. Listening to the Nesbypreneur podcast, where we share information and inspiration to help make your dream become a reality. Do you have a big idea? Looking to take your business to the next level? Then look no further. You have come to the right place. And now, here's your host, Mia Maya Mabry. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Nesbypreneur Podcast. I am your host, Nehemiah Mabry, and I intend to inspire. Look, today we have another great episode with you, for you, and I am joined by a young man by the name of Michael Garvin. How are you doing today, Michael? I'm good, sir. I hope everything's going well with you. Everything's fantastic, man. Everything's fantastic. Michael is here today, just to let you all know, representing one half of an entrepreneur duo and he is the co-founder of retro habitat which is a sneaker boutique in fayetteville north carolina they buy sell trade do consignment and restorations of original customizable and all types of sneakers and we're just looking forward to just hearing some of the things that he has to share with us as it relates to his entrepreneur journey and so mike one of the things that we like to do is start off the interview with just a random fact about yourself and so just to get things going, man, we want you to tell us something. Just just remind us that, you know, you are a down-to-earth regular individual. Uh, so let's start that off with. Well, that was a good question. Uh, I'm a God-fearing man. Um, right. I'm a military veteran. Uh, I have a bachelor's degree. work on my, my master's in uh, project management. I went to HBCU. So, you know, support your, your black historic colleges. So just want to shout out to Federal State University, Bronco Pride. Um I'm a, I'm a member of Kappa Masai Fraternity Incorporated, you know, founded in 1911. So, you know, we are, we are doing great things in the, in the community, and we are always a thought community. Yeah, man, uh, you mentioned a whole lot that was really interesting as it relates to you as an individual. Uh, you say you went to Fayetteville State. Uh, yes, definitely, sir. Definitely myself support HBCUs, and I know we have a lot of HBCU graduates and supporters that listen to this this podcast. Um but, you know, one of the things that interests me in your particular story and your co-founder is that I understand you you both went to Fayetteville State, correct? Correct. All right. And he had a background in the sciences, and you actually, as you mentioned, are a veteran. Yes. Yes, yes. I am. And that's, that's interesting because, you know, we just passed Veterans Day, and I just want to thank you, you know, for your service and, and everyone out there who sacrificed their lives and continue to sacrifice for our country. Um, but you're an entrepreneur as well, man. That's, that's phenomenal. Yes. Yeah, a lot of work. I bet. Can you, can yeah. you go into that a little bit, man? This, what is it like being a, a veteran as well as an entrepreneur? Uh, when, when you look at from the veteran aspect and military side, it takes up, you know, 80% of my time. And, mm-hmm. you know, my other half Karate best, he, he takes care of the other, other 80% because it, it's going to take more than, it's going to take, it takes a lot of effort and a lot of time and a lot of sacrifice. And just, you know, we are like the yin yang of our organization. You know, if, if I feel a certain way about a, about a decision we have to make, everything is made at the table and we both decide on it. We both put our input in there. There are no, there are no feelings involved in the business. Business is business and our friendship is separate. So mm-hmm. we keep that separate at all times. We don't try to mix the two. 
until hours after the business is closed, then we have our discussions openly about how we felt the day went and, you know, do our, our after action review. But for my family and myself, we, we have no problem with you're welcome for your, for our service. You know, I, I'm, I'm proud to have my, my brothers and sisters in arms. You know, it's, it's a great opportunity, you know, invest in your military, invest in your, your veterans, invest in small businesses and definitely invest in yourself. Absolutely, man. And, and I know, um, that sometimes when it comes to starting a business, people can really want to, but they can say, well, I can't because, you know, I have a family or I can't because I'm in the military or, you know, people have a number of reasons where, where they're legitimate and definitely a challenge, but you found a way to work with someone else and to still push this side of your life. Correct. This is hundred percent true. You know, it's, just, yeah. it's about a balance and, you know, I, I try to balance as much as I can. If I'm not able to come into until until work until seven o'clock at night, and and my my partner's been at work all day. I, he leaves earlier, you know. It's, we try to give each other a balance, or he'll take a weekend off. I'll cover down for the shop. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's a give and take relationship. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, man. So tell me this then: When did you, as an individual, um, begin to kind of feel that entrepreneur itch? Was there anything early on in your life that kind of like sparked this idea of saying, you know, I could actually go out and and make money on my own? Well, just looked at a lot of research, a lot of YouTube videos. Um, I'll, my last appointment, I returned from, returned from my last appointment in December 2014. And during that time, my last appointment, I got hurt. I'm a wounded, wounded veteran or wounded warrior. And I was at the point where I need to learn how to, I need to invest in myself. Mm-hmm. And I can do all these things for, for the military and for my family. But what do my family have to look, look forward to when I leave the earth? Is there going to be anything left behind other than just, you know, the, the savings that I have in my bank account? But that doesn't do anything. I want to leave it so that they can actually look back like, okay, I made a mark. I did something in, in my life that you can look back and say, okay, I'm proud of my son or I'm proud of my, my daughter or whatever else it is. So during that time, I was like, hey, I need to invest in myself. Uh, I knew Karante was, you know, a, a big sneakerhead. You know, he really loves his sneakers. I've always been a, a, a fond uh, sneaker wearer myself, always done on a regular basis, always wore different type of shoes, you know, different type of hard bottoms, whatever it is. And I knew that there was a market for it. Gotcha. So let me um dig in a little bit on. You said you're you're a wounded warrior, and that's yes. that's man, that's that's profound because I can imagine that that could have been a place where one could maybe even go the opposite direction into you know being down and and depressed. And was there any instance in your journey where you know it was tough, but you learned a lesson to kind of get over it and to move forward? Uh, I go to my, my father in the military. My my father was always going through something. I don't know if it was financially or physically or mentally exhausted, whatever it could have been. He wasn't away for our family. And mm-hmm. for the military, from being going through business training and you know being in being a enlisted soldier to now being officer and making some some rank or whatever, um, I know that I have to keep going. I can't stop. I can have my little, I can you know boohoo when I when I have my own personal time, but I have to make it happen. I can't I can't stop. There's no excuse for failure. Right. As long as, right. And as long as you try, that that's what that's what it comes down to. As long as you're trying and you you fail, but you, at least you try, I'm happy with my the end result. Because if you can do it once, you're going to do it again. I love it. I love it. And so so I'm hearing a couple of things, man. I'm hearing again, you are inspired from having viewed and witnessed your father, and then also you are inspired by knowing that you have people in your family that will be. Um, benefiting or looking back on the legacy that you will leave in the future. 
Correct. And so there's kind of like a person before you, and then you have a responsibility to leave something for the people behind you. Correct. That's very inspirational. And I, and I know there are a lot of people, you know, listening right now that could, could glean something from that. You know, not only do we owe it to the people that did something for us, but we owe it for the people that are coming behind us to really give it our best shot and not get caught up in, you know, the disappointments of life. So I love that, man. Right. Love it. Because there will be a lot of disappointments in life, but, you know, it's up to you as a person to what you do with it. That's just motivation to me. Excellent. All right, man. Well, we're going to move a little bit into our next segment of the podcast, and this is where we do get into some of the details of, of you as an entrepreneur in the business, uh, Retro Habitat. And mm-hmm. this particular question, we ask for your elevator pitch. And just to kind of set it up for you, you know, you're at a bank or you're at, someplace and you're going to get on the elevator and the person who steps on the elevator behind you is an individual who you happen to know is an investor that likes to pour money into small business, like the support by giving hundreds of thousands or maybe even millions to businesses just like yours to help take it to the next level. And so this individual, he or she turns to you and says, Hey, Michael, I hear you're an entrepreneur. What exactly do you do? What would be your answer in 30 seconds or less? Well, let me get into my business mode. Uh, like, hello, sir. Hello, ma'am. You know, I say, do you have any kids? Like, they say yes or no. Like, well, you know, right now, Jordans and different type of brands are really, you know, pushing forth an effort to re-release a lot of the old sneakers that you have personal, you know, value to. Well, I own a, a small business named Retro Habitat, the Simon Ticket Boutique. We do buy, sell, trade, restoration, nine days savings cash, and also we do layaway. So at whatever time you're in your, wherever you're at in your life, you can always afford a pair of sneakers to be either not as new as someone else's, but it'll look as good or even better than someone else that, that you know. But it's all about uniqueness, and, you know, that's what we really support. Whatever sneaker you like or whatever you're into, we have something for your, your type of crowd. There you have it, man. There you have it. And then, boom, you're at the next floor, or you got the floor that he needs to get off, and then you all exchange business cards. You tell him where you all are located, and yep. uh, he'll show up. Hopefully, right? He or she will show up. Yeah. yeah. Or, I just, or I walk with him or her down wherever they're going, walk to the door. Persistence. You know? That's right. And, and, you know, continue to chase it. Yeah. And and that's another point. I mean, you bring up an extra point. You know, sometimes we only have a few seconds to make a really good impression. And this for those of you who have an idea or have something going, sometimes you have to try to stretch it and make the most of it. Um, of course, you don't want to be too pushy, but you always want to make sure you leave a good impression. And, and I like that, Michael. So thanks a lot for sharing that with us. Oh, no problem. Yeah. So um, this next question has to do with your, your business model. And, you know, this really is just a fancy way of saying, how do you make money? And you touched on it already about, you know, you're buying, selling, you're trading and, and doing a lot of things. But for you, for your particular business, you're, I want to kind of zone in on, what makes you all different from, uh, you know, any other sneaker boutiques out there? You know, a lot of times we get a lot of things on social media or we may know someone that also sells sneakers on the side. But what makes your establishment different from the other sneaker boutiques out there? Um, the environment. That's what that's what the word habitat is used for. I want you to feel like you're at home, you're comfortable. And it's a place you can come and just, you know, just kick it and relax and talk about shoes, sports. Uh, the news, weather, it, it doesn't matter, family situations. It's kind of like a, a, a family-oriented uh, barbershop. You know, when you go to a barbershop, you know, you do a little bit of gossiping, you talk about whatever it is, 
You talk you talk through problems, you get advice, you can come and relax. But you go to a major chain, they don't provide that type of environment. It's like, hey, come in, buy this, do that. All right, see you later. And they, there's, there's no automatically that you're going to come back just because you want a pair of sneakers. We also do pre-orders and we do or pre-sales of sneakers that are coming out because, you know, we can we get them at a certain time and we push them out a couple of days after they're released. So that way you have to wait in those lines and go through all that, that hectic stuff. We give you a comfortable environment just to come and enjoy a purchase, to purchase a pair of sneakers or just come and, you know, have a good conversation. Yes. We, we try to really build relationships with people and not just build, oh, just spend your money or, or, or trade whatever else it is. No, it's about building that lifetime bond because there's a lot of people have different, you know, situations or uh, uh, relationships with their shoes. It might not be something that everyone has, but everyone knows, like, okay, in these pair of shoes or in this jacket or in this hat or in these pair of jeans, I had this situation happen. You always remember that. So we're trying to give you something that you can always remember about that in that situation where it's always a, a good vibe, a, a good time, a, a just just good, you know, just a great opportunity in life to to re-enjoy or to enjoy that all over again. Yeah, and that and that's key, man. You know, nowadays with the internet and like so many different ways to, I guess, simply meet your economic desires. Really, it comes down to the experience. You know, that that's what your brand is bolstered by. And of course, you're going to deliver on on your product. But if you can create an experience with your brand and that's what it sounds like you all are doing, that just puts you head and shoulders above the competition. Correct. So uh, that's excellent. And, and I guess another thing is that you all are are what we would consider a, a brick and mortar business, meaning you have a storefront right there in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Correct. Correct. Got you. And and there you are the first um first ever sneaker boutique in Fayetteville, as you were sharing with me, and you are completely minority owned as we continually feature here on the podcast. Yes. This is this is hundred percent true. You know? It's 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 constant growth that you always gotta be aware of you're always aware of your surroundings because you never know what you know, you can't treat anyone just because a person might look a certain way or do a certain thing. You never know what kind of person that, that individual could actually be. So that's why we try to build those relationships. Like, hey, um, I'm the neighborhood shoe guy, I guess. Hey, <laughs> come through and, you know, just come have a good time. You know, come kick it, watch some football with us, you know, watch some baseball, basketball, whatever sport it is. We'll have it rolling. We'll have it playing for you. Nice. All right, man. So let's talk about kind of how things got started. So you and your co-founder, Karante, you know, you started this together. Can you kind of take us to to that period where you all first started to mesh the idea and start saying, you know, hey, this is something that we can actually do for real. How how did that get going? Uh, it was actually just, you know, we were watching. I forgot what TV show we were watching, but I came into his house and got back to my deployment. Um, we were just there, just, you know, having a good time, you know, talking about whatever. And I was like, hey, man, I got some ideas that I think we should actually make happen. And it was early this year, like around January time frame, because I got back in December. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, man. I feel there's, there's like, it was kind of like how there are certain trends and the trend, I think last couple of years was a lot about fitness. And I think now it's all about entrepreneurship and building your own. Mm-hmm. I was like, Hey man, there's something we really can do that has, you know, that stable does not have. We saw about other locations to go to, 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 to push our market. And I was like, this is home base. This is where we need to start at. And I was like, Hey man, let's go and open a sneaker boutique. I know it's like one of your first loves, you have a lot of, you know, feelings towards different shoes that you had a lot of first experiences in. And I, I'm the same way, but you know more about it. He's like, yeah, you know, I, I'm, he is the sneaker guy. He knows a lot about it. He knows a lot of information. He, he knows it. 
And I was like, hey, man, I have, a, I have a great mindset, I have a lot of discipline, a lot of things that we can move forward. I can write a business plan or we can write the business plan, you know, put it on paper, do some documentation and make sure everything makes sense on paper. So we did that. I was like, hey, man, let's go and get it started. And that was like maybe around March. I just turned uh, 31 on March 17th. Mm-hmm. And March 16th, I basically we made the decision like, hey man, we gonna, we're doing it. There's there's no there's no going back, and we just started mm-hmm. from there. You know, we just put our money together. You know, went bought some more singers that we didn't have. You know, built our inventory up, signed our lease on July 7th, opened the doors on August 15th, and you know, here we are. Man, I like it, man. You just made it happen. You all had that's, the idea. Because <laughs> sometimes we we have ideas and we sit on it for like like months and years but you all made things happen right away yeah yeah so so what's the first thing you put down your ideas on paper in some sort of a fixed form like it sounds like you all make sure you took time to plan like you didn't just like literally the next day say hey come by sneakers you like plan plant and then execute your plan is that correct yeah that's you know that's that's the military in me that you know i you have to plan something you have to you know Prior proper, plan, prior proper planning prevents this poor performance. So Ooh. if we can take the time out to, to, to write a plan together and make sure that everything makes sense on paper, because it's different when it's in your mind. There are mm-hmm. a lot of things you don't take into consideration, like your demograph, who your who your, your target market market is, mm-hmm. um, what's the location, when when is the open and start date, what are the prices you're gonna you're you're gonna charge for your for your sneakers. Because I know a lot of people start a business with no type of idea, no type of business plan in place. They just mm-hmm. go out there and make it happen and then just basically just, just figure it out as, as time goes on. You know, we had our we had our times of making trying to make decisions or not knowing the right answer at all times. But mm-hmm. you learn over time, but we had a, a good foundation. It's about the foundation that is, you know, make you successful. Listeners, I, I hope you remember that. Um uh, it's very important to do proper planning. And then another thing I think was a takeaway from what you said, Michael, is that you have to do proper planning but then also recognize that you're going to learn as you go too. So it's not yeah. like you're going to have every single answer at first, but you have to have something to build on. Right. Man, that's, you have, that's... To, you have to plan for the next step. You know, a lot of people just want to, you know, start something and, and they're, they're okay where they start at. And some are comfortable staying in that same situation they're in, but we are planning to expand and continue to expand and to be a major franchise. And ensure that that our that the the customers and employees have the same type of mentality, mentality that we have. You know, it's, it's a relaxed environment. We take care of business when business is there, but we also know how to have a good time. So you know, it's always business before pleasure. So you know, you have to be focused on that. And you can't have one in there that just want to be greedy. It's about it's family oriented, and it's about having a good time and you know, sharing those experiences with people. But you have to have a plan in place on where you're going next. You can't just like, okay, I'm good right here, I'm good right, right. there. My plan is to what, where am I going to be at when I retire? That's mm-hmm. my plan. So it's not going to be just okay. Well, I'm, I'm looking at uh, two two months or a year out of out of. I'm like got a, a three year, I got a five year plan, I have a ten year plan, and a twenty year. And those are continue like our our business plan is, is a living document, so it continues to grow and it continues to to progress and in, into the future. Right. So. Right. Right. Because there's always something to learn, and and speaking on that that point of learning lessons can you share with us any particular challenge that you all probably met early on that turned out to be a lesson anything specific that that happened early on that you found to be a, a good lesson for you uh, a good lesson is just to watch who who comes around you once people know that what, what you're doing and what your your product is going to be or 
something that you're trying to do, a lot of people come out the woodworks trying to be a part of your team. <laughs> you have to be you have to be securing your own personal your person your personal self mm-hmm. and the foundation that you're building to to be aware of okay this person is looking for this you have to, for, you have to be able to uh, view people's agendas and that's really what it is you have to be able to see agendas mm-hmm. but you have to make you remind yourself and surround yourself with people that actually care about you and know who you are from the beginning because some friends that are that are really there they won't, they won't be in your life anymore and then sometimes you'll make lifelong friends during a process of growth. So you just got to make sure you nurture your friendship and, and eliminate those friendships that are no good. Wow. So it sounds like you all had some uh, particular revelations early on, huh? Yeah. And with, with ourselves and, you know, just in business as well. Yeah. Yeah. Love it, man. So, you know, we're, we're always learning listeners. We're always learning. Um, like he just said about ourselves and about those around us. So that's golden, Michael. I appreciate it, man. Hey, and, no problem. Uh, yeah, coming into our last and final segment, you've already kind of shared with us some golden pieces of advice. Um, but I'm mm-hmm. going to ask some specific questions again, designed for people to be able to take these away. And to start out, man, I just want to know, you know, how would you describe, you know, for you and your co-founder Karante, a typical day when it comes to opening shop and, and closing shop at the end of the day? Ideally. Okay. So... Uh, typically, we make sure that we stay within our time frame of business business hours because there are people that I know that or businesses that, that stay open past their, their designated hours. Unless you have a, a customer inside the doors, it's okay. But stay within your, your time frame of business. Um, so from the beginning of the day, uh, we make sure that we have everything, you know, all our inventory is laid out, make sure everything is clean and, and appropriate, looking uh, good for the customer, something that makes sure it's a clean environment. Mm-hmm. Make sure that we can we uh and make sure that basically our day is make sure that the the product stays where it needs to be. Make sure we give them a, a comfortable environment to to come into, and make sure we greet everyone that comes in and leaves the doors. Uh, mm-hmm. Throughout the day, we make sure I take our, our appropriate breaks as individuals, and we just you know just make sure we we continue to, to post and also have our stuff ready that we're going to post for the day, the day coming or the, and the day of as an inventory because we do a constant update of our inventory that comes in all into the store. So we make sure we post it and make sure that you, that's what we, we make sure that we try to flood social media. That's, that's our goal to make sure that you stay there, know that we're there. It doesn't matter what we're posting, but we're posting something about our, our, uh, our environment or, you know, something about the store or something about our, ourselves as individuals. And we just continue to go our day and we continue to post it and continue to post. And then once the doors close, we can make sure that uh, everything is back to the same form that we started the day with. Make sure our drawers are, are good as we make sure we count our, our money, make sure everything is taken care of, make sure we have we made enough money to take care of our bills, take care of ourselves mm-hmm. as individuals, and let's plan for the next day. And always have a meeting every night when the doors close about how the day was, what can we do to, to move forward, any key uh, positive and negatives that we can add on to. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. Man, so that particular piece right there sounds very key, man. Looking back and assessing how your performance were. Uh, that that day or whatever to make sure that you can improve on it. That that right. is something a lot of us don't do. You know, we just keep going, and sometimes it's glaring what adjustments we can make. But if we never take time to to reflect, then it's, it won't be any help for us. Right. Cool. So this next question is a hypothetical, man. Um, and when I and this is very interesting to hear the answers from various guests. But if you had, if we had a time machine right now that you could hop in and go back in time 
and just give yourself one quick piece of advice. Let's say your younger self, maybe about a month before you got things going or you and Karate had the idea and you want to give yourself just kind of some advice that you felt would serve you throughout the, the months to come. What would you tell your younger self? Uh, wow. That's, that's a, that's a very good question. What would I tell myself, man, um, it's okay to hear no, mm. uh, that don't know was not the, the only answer. And people always tell you in the beginning, a lot of people will shoot you down with your ideas, but don't, don't forget if you have a goal in, in mind, keep going towards it, start earlier and don't waste any time. Cause you know, the, it, there are, there are a lot of cliche terms and there's a, a cliche term that, that makes perfect sense to me. And a lot of people don't understand it or had not, it hasn't been applied to their life. Uh, time is money. Mm-hmm. And that is, that is really true. You know, if you're working for somebody else or you're working for yourself, uh, you have to make sure that every every minute or every second of the day you're doing something positive towards your goal. And you have to continue to plan and continue to, you know, progress. Even though you might not have done anything that entire day, you still made a, a you still made an impact because you're still out there and you're, you're still moving forward. So never quit. Keep moving forward. Uh, don't forget about the people that care about you and just make make good decisions. Got it, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. That's good stuff. Good no stuff. problem. So what what here's another question, man. What book and or resource would you recommend for someone seeking uh, you know, the right way to make things happen? The right way to make things happen. Um let me let me think. Let me think. Uh if there, there are actually two books I'm actually right now, and I always read on a regular basis just to know. It, it's not it's not actual war, but it's The Art of War by Sun Tzu. Mm. And also it's the, uh, the President President Barack Obama's, Obama's book, The Audacity of Hope. Mm. And uh, I, I read a lot of leadership books in the military, you know, as in, you know, platoon leadership, uh, military, uh, MDMP, military decision-making process. Uh, read a lot of articles on different things, a lot of Forbes magazines. You know, just anything that, that can keep my mind going and planning. You know, watch a lot of YouTube videos. Just it's it's crazy how much information you learn over the time, in a in a short amount of time. But if you can't you can't stop. Man, always be learning. Excellent. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I think that's so fitting that you would recommend the Art of War, and it's just funny that I was actually just telling someone else about that book as well. So, those are really two good books that you named um, off top. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the Art of War. And the audacity of hope, which is also a book that I, I own. Um, so before we go, really quick, man, I'm going to ask that you just share with us, you know, some of the contact information as released to uh, Red Hat, and you know how they can find out more about what you all do. And then, in closing, give us, you know, one final piece of advice or favorite quote of yours. Oh, okay. So you want to hear my contact information is for our Instagram page is Retro Habitat Store. It's R E D T R O H A B I T A T Store S T O R E. That's our Instagram page. Our uh, Facebook page is Retro Habitat by itself. Our Twitter is Retro Habitat by itself. There's nothing else following it, and we have a website at www dot retrohabitat dot com, and we keep our all our inventory up there. So 
you have any questions, contact us at 910-481-0561. Um, wow. What are your other, other two questions? It's a lot of information. It's crazy. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> uh, no, I was just, I was like, man, my brother giving out this, the number. That's what's up, man. I appreciate that. Uh, and then also, you know, just a favorite quote of yours, favorite quote or one final concise piece of advice. Um, I have a, I have a couple of quotes, but I, all I can do is, is say that, you know, uh, trust the Lord with all thy heart and lean not to all our understanding. And all that ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct our path. So, you know, make sure you stay in your word. Make sure you, you believe whatever you believe in. Make sure you believe it, and make sure that you know you if it's in, if it's in your destiny, God will make it happen. And, you, and don't quit, and never never don't. I mean, don't lose your faith over uh, popularity or what's trending. Stay true to yourself and stay true to your to your your brand or your foundation. I love it. Love it. Yep. Michael, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate the time, man. And I know that a lot of people will learn a lot from what you shared with us today, man. So thanks a lot. Hey, thank you for the opportunity, man. You know, much success. Thank you for your support. Thank you for having us on the show. You know, I really appreciate it. You know, it's a blessing. No doubt. What's going on, listeners? Once again, as always, just want to remind you that we do have the show notes available for you at stemmedia.org. These are simply just outlines from some of the takeaway nuggets that were spoken during my interview with Michael. Um, he shared a whole lot that I'm sure you could benefit from. And so feel free to go over to stemmedia.org, click on podcast, and there you can find the show notes link right under the broadcast. Take care. Peace. listening we really hope you enjoyed this episode and we would love for you to come and join us again next time in the meantime please do us a couple of favors one subscribe to the podcast on itunes or any other platform you might find us on and two rate and leave a positive review so we can know what you think of the show and finally spread the word tell your friends and family that they can join us right here on the nesbipreneur podcast